Are you ready to experience something extraordinary? Cultural gems in Croatia, ancient temples in Asia, art in Italy. We'll take care of everything. Flights, accommodation, excursions, local guides and all that planning. Travel department, let's see more. The Coopers. Songs often begin with walking out one bright May morning, and so time for a walk. Set times for dog walkers. Some flexibility when you walk alone, alone that is, until you stop for a chat. The dog walking fraternity are clubbable and chatty to each other, and if need be, to the dog, to their dog. Once in the park they congregate and chat, I plod on, still alone with my thoughts. And to keep me company, Dedanin are on CD in my ear, discreet. Master fiddler Frankie Gavin, Alec Finn on strings and Moro O'Connell singing Hard Times. Tesco is on the horizon, just a heaving mass of cars and orderly queues. The site was the Litchfield cattle market. It would be too cheap a jibe to draw a line between Tesco shopping style and buying at the mart. But something is lost in supermarket shopping. That up-close and personal awareness of heifers and bullocks in wagons and pens and destined for a fattening off farm or a butcher and then to the shop and so on. But, but we don't see that. We don't see a market in all its visceral action. Elemental is off-limits neatly wrapped instead. Cattle bought and sold monthly on the street in my home village, home, west of Ireland, were destined for better land in the east of Ireland or Scotland and the English ports. Sixteen on a railway wagon, fattened and sold. Significant profit in the fattening and the finished article. Now our suburban house looks out onto a farm. The farmer told me that they used to buy the Irish cattle newly arrived off the boat and fattened for the market in Litchfield. Tesco's next-door neighbour is the site of the former workhouse. The records remind us of the grim reality for its 19th-century inhabitants, including the newly arrived Irish. The census alone gives a sense of significant Irish presence. And yet... Next door, the cattle market had its successful drovers, wagon men, dealers, agents, all part of what we would now call the single market. Irish cattle, English table. Dedan and Tunelist has now moved on to the wonderful Dolores Keane singing about her teddy going to Australia. He said, "'Twas to better himself he was leaving. Well, good enough motive." This is a musical town, choral and church music, jazz and gospel choirs, musical operettas. The musical operettas, the musicals, are ever popular. And HMS Pinafore popularised the lines. He polished up the handle so carefully that now he is the ruler of the Queen's Navy. The 19th century workhouse inmate didn't have that opportunity. But... Tesco can fairly claim today that talent and hard work can get you to the top. He polished up the handle so carefully that now he is the ruler of 
Not alone did my very near neighbour from the west of Ireland, the next parish in fact, become store manager and up the greasy pole, on and on until he became the general manager of Tesco itself, Tesco Worldwide. He said, "'Twas to better himself he was leaving." Back to the walk and I bump into the architect from Mayo, well, ex-Mayo architect, the architect in Litchfield. He had been senior executive architect in Mayo County Council. And here he was this morning by Stowe Pool in Litchfield. You know Maguire, he says. Initially it sounds like a Patrick Kavanagh line about Maguire. Poor Maguire who stayed too long. But no, not that one. My next mental reference was to the Fermanagh Maguire, or even my own neighbours, my great-grandparents' neighbours. Banneher Townland, eh? Dismissed that, as there was no way that anyone outside the tight boundaries of townlands would know that connection. In North Leitrim, as the ties of cousins and second cousins and second cousins once removed loosens, people are called friends, friends of your family. No, 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 none of the above. Rather, this is his newfound appreciation for the tunes and playing of Seamus and his brother Manus Maguire. Sligo fiddlers, doctors, playing that distinctive Sligo style. And he promises to get me the recordings, to get the CDs to me. I look forward to the Western Ocean String Quartet. The CD's title, Atlantic Edge, almost anticipates the hugely successful tourist board selling of the Wild Atlantic Way, a foursome with Seamus the lead. Seamus and Leitrim flute player Lee playing McGovern's favourite. Oh, that's well recommended. Lilt and Lift of Leitrim. The follow-up text promises the CD's. This passion of his for the music of the West of Ireland is a long-term thing, formed as a student, coming from a house with music. His father, he said, needed to play music to relax, classical music. I thought about that line. He needed to play music. Hmm. Need. The scene is London, late 70s, early 80s. A young, newly qualified architect come evening session musician, a sessionista, toured the London folk and Irish pubs. He landed on the favourite. This was the pub with the line-up. The hungry fifties, the emigration of thousands. Many had their other gifts, their music with them. At the top of the tree, there are different trees to climb, were the favourite line-up. An acknowledged scene... Clearly struck by the swing and the style, he wanted in and played and was encouraged to get to the taproot at Fontes, to the home, to their home, with plenty of music. If he could get there. Holidays in the West followed. Then a family decision to live there and soak up to learn the tunes and the style. He applied for and was interviewed and appointed as Senior Executive Architect Mayo County Council, based in Castlebar. His favourite companions who had encouraged the move were delighted for him. I had remembered directing an early play of John B. Kane, Many Young Men of Twenty, said goodbye, an angry piece about Western emigration, 
echoing John Healy from Charlestown, and no one cried stop. One line in Keane's play fulminates against graft, saying that pull was the short history of modern Ireland. Neither the outgoing Charleston lads or the Bohola McNichols had any or enough pull to ensure secure employment, and neither did the incoming young architect. Just skill. He and his young family moved out near Clue Bay, near Lewisburg, now the wild Atlantic way. Others saw this as counterintuitive. The Bohola men left Mayo to work the roads in Britain, some achieving notable success like McNichols, whose wagons are on every road. Take a look on the motorway, uh, or on the big service contracts, Flannery's, O'Brien's, heavy, heavy machinery, John Murphy's green vans, and his brother Joseph's grey vans. Mayo men and women left for the boat, for Hollyhead, then for England, for work. He said twas to better himself he was leaving. And they were often just boys and girls. I was at a session in a pub in Birmingham and the landlady uh, asked, was I over here long? Asked the usual question. And I explained my route to Birmingham. I had been working in London, called to an interview, an overnight stay in a hotel. On learning which hotel I stayed at, she told me that she started work there at 14. Oh, children. They left from Belmullet, from Charlestown, left and leave to work in England. But this was going the other way. Plenty indeed now go to retire to holiday, to be a sort of a hippie, sort of a new, ye- new age hippie in Bowie, nestled under Benbow in North Leitrim. But to become senior executive architect in Mayo Council, oh, that was unusual. I don't doubt that this free movement over and back has become more common in the 2020s. But in 1984, it wasn't common practice. Another exception was the Sligo Rovers manager in the late 60s, after a successful career as a pro in England. But Sligo Rovers had a track record, especially with the coup of landing the legendary Dixie Dean to finish his playing career at the showgrounds in Sligo. My dad used to watch him play. In music, Dedanon were one of the new breakthrough bands. Based in Galway, they were a huge success and they had Alec Finn, originally from Yorkshire, then playing all his tunes in Galway for most of his adult life. Finn's brother, Gervais, is the popular author, teasing the education system and the schools of Yorkshire. Then there was always Andy, Andy Irvine the most significant of the trad revivalists and coming from St. John's Wood, London. My sister enjoyed his company in her post office when he lived nearby, by Loch Gill, hearing the lake waters lapping with low sound by the shore. So, some coming the other way to the usual outbound emigration. And Chris, the architect come musician, was en route in 1984 to Mayo. Sponsored by Expressway. 
With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie. Doro, make friends with innovation. The big contractors have made money in the UK, some now in FTSE. Others are in the public eye from Flannery on the Smart Motorway or others unwittingly helping Boris Johnson in his constant hard hat and high-vis wannabe persona on the news. Last night he was sporting the hard hat of a well-known construction company. Maybe not unwittingly, hmm. You meet the few with the holiday home in Ackle, or fish for carp and other coarse fish, and then there are the sporting trips. And above all, some travel to the West for golf tournaments. Some show and judge at shows. The few hunt. Others search the Mayo antique rooms for the hidden treasure. In other words, it's the eclectic mix with near neighbours. For example, getting married not to forget the stag and the Hindus, attending functions, operating in hospitals, and so on. There was, for example, the Bristol PhD student being supervised by Dupuyre on an archaeological dig on Scattery Island. Yeah, late 60s. But still, despite that range of interconnectedness, an architect on the council from here, specifically from Litchfield, was unusual and to have been nudged there by his fellow sessionistas in The Favourite was uniquely unusual. Now, it wasn't the usual university career officer's style. Imagine the university career officer advising the young graduate. Uh, Maybe you'll get work as an architect in Mayo through a trad session in The Favourite in North London. Others, many others, arrived at Cricklewood by the Crown and waited for the early morning wagon to take them for a day's work. Sounds casual. It was far from it. Mayo, 1984. The architect went to work on council housing projects during the day, including the pilgrims' facilities at the foot of Crokepatrick. Naturally, up for a challenge, so he climbed the reek a few times. It was there, said Mallory, when asked about why he climbed Everest. Then, to the evening sessions. Friendships and a shared interest. More reels. Five years of Lewisburg tunes and then back to Litchfield. The need had been satisfied. When I saw him there by Stowpool, he seemed as if he was missing something. I hadn't seen him on the bench by the pool before. It seemed he was missing something. Ah, no fiddle, that's it. No mandola or one of the many other instruments he carries to sessions. And I usually only see him at sessions. And there, as we stood talking of Mayo and Sligo fiddle players, a well-known local nodded hello and passed by with uh, the Morning Star in his sports jacket pocket. Unusual in Litchfield, Tory stronghold, the Morning Star. 
a bit like Simon and Garfunkel line. I get all the news I need from the weather report. Likewise, the Morning Star has all the news for their faithful few. Chris noticed the paper and talked of the small band of loyal followers. He has a pass, an entry to that circle, the Morning Star readers, because his own father was popularly known as Red Ted, Vice-Chancellor of Bradford University. Red because of his membership of the Communist Party until the 1950s. His life's passion was the democratising of universities. Throw them open. When your father is commonly known as Red Ted, you, Chris, are likely to have a unique insight into the range of political and social and cultural issues. He does. His friend, Hector, more of him a little later, sent him a link online to folk sessions in the East Midlands in the early 80s. As he forwarded them on to me, his comments were about an East Midlands folk club organisers and which branch of communism they came from. I enjoyed the film in the link and saw in the credits that Philip Donlan was the producer. His great documentary, The Irishman, is worth seeing. This has prompted me to tell Chris of Philip's passionate support for the travellers. Oh, regrettably in, unsuccessful in their planning appeal in Litchfield. And this in turn has Chris digging into his own notes and records of the travellers in Burton and in the Coopers. Above all, travellers' songs. And so, to the Coopers. A quiet street in Burton. Giant brewery next door, Coors. NASA-style fermenting towers next door, the smell of marmite. And he arrives with fiddle, mandola, guitar and piano accordion and concertina. Yes, all of these taken to each session. It's like moving house. Someone might know which tune best suits certain instruments, but they all, all his instruments, all the ensemble, get an outing. Tunes from memory largely, but a prompt, if necessary, from his notebooks. Looks like about a hundred tunes in each, and there are twelve notebooks, I think. The journalist notebook, the, the hardback. Professional, almost formal. For a publisher sometime, maybe? A title? Um, how about uh, Tales and Tunes from Mayo, a latter-day Percy French? The pub is his for those few hours. Singers are encouraged. His first wife dances. The session is driven for an hour or so by sets, the Kesh set, through to Westmoreland hornpipes, Morris dancer tunes, and then an unusual, say, an Icelandic tune. Yeah, Icelandic. Why not? Is played, and its links to the Shetlands are explained. Pipes are played, softer, much softer than the Illin pipes and the hurdy-gurdy and the harp on the lap sometimes make an appearance. Sometimes Hector turns up. He and Chris launched a CD recently, songs later from that CD. And then, a blast from my past. A college contemporary, Dublin, early 70s. A singer and whistle player. She has the knack, the style, the nya. That's it, the cavern nya. Cavan boasts a Nya festival to underline this style. 
Kevin Nye style in a Burton pub on Tuesday. Now you couldn't make it up. First up comes Ban Podgeen with a lilted piece at the end of each verse. Others invited to join with sheets of phonetics, like a lesson for year four, a teacher from Drawda. Then her thematic sets begin with ships in full sail and out on the ocean. Her style is an emphasis on the melody and searching for harmony. Family steeped in it. Where would she leave it? One of her favourites is a song half in English and half in Irish. A match was made for me last night, accompanying herself on a guitar made by her brother. One of the many unique features of the pub is the close relationship with the restaurant next door. Diners take their drinks from the pub with them, and later a young waiter returns with a tray of empty glasses. He then uses the base of the, now thankfully empty, tray as an improvised bowron of sorts. He feigns joining in, then off to his diners. There's the resident photographer, taking shot after shot. Another notebook about the club, its players, singers and visitors. Stacks of photos. Another professional photographer compiled his photos into a book neatly called a pub full of folk. So, oddly, this off-the-beaten track, off-the-pace, not-on-point pub is fantastically well-documented. Maybe someone's postgrad thesis one day will begin. Uh, this is a company town, a brewing town. There remains the odd glimpse into the pub of the past. There is a hodgepodge of rooms and higgledy-piggledy areas all of one, where one snug leads to another snug. It's not architecturally designed. The clientele are drawn to the relay and or to the music. On Tuesday night, it's folk night. It has been in this iteration for 25 years. Fitting if the thesis has a connection to Bradford research into the themes of the songs, the vernacular of the common man singing about hard times. Some of the regulars, and indeed the other musicians, call for a song. Martin's guitar introduction sets the scene. Accomplished, classical style, guitarist's fingernails. The place is quieter now. First in anticipation and then appreciation. Most listen. His Napoleonic songs are very well received. Applause. Lots of uh, shuffling to the bar, or at least to the place where normal pubs have a bar, or at least a counter. You just follow the little queue to where a bar should be. The Fuller Brewery's best-known beer is London Pride. A brew, a beer to celebrate the Coopers, could be Burton's Pride. Songs now from another's notebook. Admiral Benbow this time. And then a sort of unconscious process begins. He sings about a ship, an admiral. But it seems as if a, a common language divides us. I'm mentally back in Benbow at the foot of the Benbow that I know. Bowie, the townland, home of the Templetons, the McGuihans and the Rolettes, 
and as Paddy Kavanagh says, I name their various names and a world comes to life. Oh, that world was the world of telegrams, emigrants' remittances. Dad came here to Bohi from Drauda in 1929, east to west, and settled. He stayed with uh, Willie McMorrow and Bedelia under Benbow. Then, whistle tunes from the Hebrides, Doric Scots songs, and again back to the Scandinavian influence. A few Leitrim, then Kerry polkas. Someone observes that they recognise the polkas from the dance scene in Steerage in the film Titanic. They were filled with the hope of it all, just to better themselves they were leaving. By now, a youngster, sometimes, often, with a supportive parent, will agree to sing or to play. They just want a platform for their talent and some talent is then on display. A nice touch to the memory of Paddy, a regular box player for years from the landlady, is that when he died, when Paddy died, the box that Paddy played was put on display. He was one of the Drakelow Power Station building crew. They had their own little town, largely Irish workers, for about five years in the mid-60s, with their own purpose-built pub, the Dart. It was often dangerous work. Some stayed. Families grew up in Burton. Paddy stayed. A small group stayed, but most moved on to the next tower. No, not photographed. No book. No records. Just moved on. Dotted across the country. Giant, brutal, grey, functional, recently demolished towers. Yet here were the gangs from Ackill and Belmullet, Tyrone and Tipperary. But who has their songs? Like those songs of the railway workers, I was wearing corduroy breeches, or, or the tunnellers, the Donegal Tiglers, Ramet, Jacket, Under the London Play. The Nya singer is joined on the fiddle by another drawder regular, a 25-year, almost founder member. Tunes from the Doctor, a distinctly Irish repertoire, like Seamus and Manus Maguire, Again, oddly, the connection is Drauda. And we wonder, would a previous generation have said that we were family friends? Or more accurately, they're friends of your family. Music is our common relative. Lots of tunes from the Matt Cranage book of fiddle tunes. Say something that that book is in English, German and French. Then there's some ensemble tunes that all pitch in. Among them is Hard Times. Then it's the Scottish songbook. It's Hector and Chris, the Kirk beside the sand, and the favourite, Baltic Street, the songs of Violet Jacob, an undiscovered treasure, they say, in the seedy sleeve notes. Again, they listen, this knowledgeable audience, followed by appreciative applause. Deserved. It's not casual. It's considered. Homage to a style. Doric Scots. And we all try to translate as he sings. The place is littered with numerous instrument boxes. The stickers reveal the annual journeys. Birmingham Trad Weekend, Drumshambo, Joe Mooney School, Fla after Fla stickers alongside No to Brexit, McHugh Weekend in Glasgow, Ballantoher, 
the Cuckoofla, Kinvara, Fecal and CND. There is a similarity between the pub, its ale and the Tuesday tunes. What's your taste? Jazz or ballad? Jigs or Morris dancing? Lowland, Scots or Scandinavian? It's all here. Likewise, the pub itself has a range of styles of furniture, rooms, decor. Again, no set theme, no set discernible theme at all to the photos on the wall. Well, maybe there is, but the constant star performance is the range of hand-drawn beers, as colourful in their names as the romantic ballads sung in the corner. A bell, the time has come, the ale is sipped, goodbyes, and talk turns to the next session. At the Bull, maybe, or the Mucky Duck, or, or, or the Duke of York? Nothing definite. M maybe. But you know, one day, maybe soon, the show, this Tuesday show, will be back on the road again. There's no one in charge, no, no whipper in. All those there tonight might turn up in a week or a month. If someone had a managerial plan to get regular attendance, they would find it was like herding cats. And whatever about their politics, much of the approach to the folk here, to Folk on Tuesday, is that of the anarchist. Need has been sated, tunes hummed in head. Even the depressing news on the car radio cannot drown out the pick of the evening. A quiet resolve to learn one of the tunes before next Tuesday, or, or some next Tuesday. Chat about anything but the news mainly recent concerts, good CDs, and specific must-listen-to tunes. Almost home. Pass by the giant Tesco distribution warehouse with a queue of delivery lorries. Yes, a queue at midnight. Ready to have the shelves stocked, Irish beef, neatly packaged meat for the morning queues, for English tables. Then Chris drops off a flute player near Waitrose. He explains why he thinks that Waitrose is the second best designed building in Lichfield. They talk of the flute player's move to Sligo, back for the tunes, another journeying west to soak up the tunes among his friends in Sligo. The Dog Walkers Club can be heard on the field out the back, so it's morning, time for a walk. CD plugged in, ready, F fairly discreet. This time the music of Maguire and Lee. Do I walk faster when they play reels? I wonder, oh, can I be heard lilting? Into the park and past the statue of Smith, the captain of the Titanic. Did he, I wonder, ever enjoy the Kerry polkas in steerage? This time, through the town, past Tesco's fully stocked aisles, Kerrygold, Lakeland Butter, and the best of neatly wrapped Irish beef for the English table, not to forget black and white pudding, past the three-spired cathedral. Then to the second best design building in, in Litchfield, to understand for myself it, its quality, which to my untrained eye I hadn't seen before, and third place goes to back home. Two bars, four bars, 
Try to learn the tune Leitrim Clog Dance, first track on Maguire and Lee's CD. And then some Tuesday, not yet, not for a while, it might be ready for an airing. Then the mandola will be there to help me to carry the tune. Anwil phone poke and newawet, anwil knappi no fum nis orjawet, nis eskalehusod, faker na phone intakata gwin, ancho, egg daro, anvon klishte is dani, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina, tarod egen, gogachtina, tanismo olis, egg, daro, dot com.